When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to the American Patchwork and Quilting Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Peterson, and I'm so excited to welcome you to the show. On today's show, I'm giving a recap of things we noticed at Quilt Market and some gift ideas for quilters. Doris and I both attended Quilt Market at the end of October and wanted to share our observations of trends we spotted. We posted some photos on our Instagram account, so you'll definitely want to check those out to see some of the things we are mentioning. Search All People Quilt on Instagram to find us. First off, quilted and embellished clothing is still popular, so if you haven't made that quilt coat yet, there's still time. It's definitely a project that's still on my to-do list, so I'm glad it's sticking around. We saw a lot of quilted clothing displayed in booths and among the attendees of the show as well. Some of the items were fully quilted like coats and pants, but other things we spotted were embellished pre-purchased items with stitching or fabric. So we saw a couple of people who added fabric to embellish a detail on their clothing like a pocket. This would be a really quick and easy way to give a little bit of your fabric personality to your wardrobe. We even saw one person added a quilt block to her pants, which was really cute. And it could be a great way to use up an orphan block or two. One notable item we saw was a thin scarf that was decorated with applique circles of fabric. Such a fun way to get a lot of color and pattern in your accessories. And of course, many people who were there were wearing clothing they made too. Several fabric companies offer their designs on substrates other than cotton so you can make clothing out of rayon, knits, and more now too. Overall, I think people are having so much fun displaying their personalities with the embellished and sewn clothing. A one-of-the-kind outfit is the perfect way to showcase your favorite prints. It's so fun to see and probably one of my favorite things about going to the show. Cats and dog themes were popping up in fabric and quilt designs. My favorite was a large gingham, and it had a cat silhouette instead of just plain squares. It was so subtle, but so clever. As a cat owner, I'm glad to see cats getting some love. Big stitch and hand quilting was noted in several places, which is so fun to see. It gives such a lovely handmade finish on quilts and other projects. We're loving seeing this return to a slower stitching and think handwork can be so relaxing. So last show, I had spotted a lot of vegetables, but now I was seeing fruits instead. Strawberries seemed especially popular. Bright rainbow quilts are still popular. Almost every booth had a bright, happy quilt, which I personally love. But does using the whole rainbow of colors ever go out of style, really? A bright colored quilt always makes me happy. Doris noticed a lot of smaller floral prints popping up in fabric lines. We feel like this is coming from the cottage core aesthetic. What's cottage core? 
Cottagecore emphasizes simplicity and the soft peacefulness of the pastoral life as an escape from the dangers of the modern world. It's a form of nostalgia for younger generations who have grown up in the very screen and tech-heavy world. So rural clothing, interior design, and crafts such as drawing, baking, and pottery. Cottage gardens typify the cottagecore aesthetic as well. It's a very feminine look, so these ditzy florals fit right in with that. Quilting is the perfect hobby for someone interested in cottagecore, so this makes perfect sense to us. We both saw a lot of pictorial quilts, so think snowman vases, cat blocks, animals, eggs, flowers, people, etc., as opposed to traditional-looking geometric blocks. Low volumes continue to be extremely popular. We're seeing collections with a little bit more color, so not as much tone-on-tone, but very small prints with a touch of color to give it some interest. I love seeing these. A low volume is always a great way to add some interest to your quilt instead of just a solid white, and perfect for scrappy quilts. In addition to brights, we also saw more earthy tones. Muted tones like mustard, sagey greens, mauve, dusty purple were in many collections. These type of colors really give a calming look to a quilt. We also felt like the popularity of Barbie could be felt around the show. Doris noticed a lot of pink in collections that might not typically have pink. For example, adding pink to a Halloween line gives it a really fun and unexpected feel. And in Christmas lines, using pink instead of red, this is great for those that find red too bright for their homes. It's a bit of a softer look to blend more with light and bright farmhouse interior spaces. I always love looking at the quilting on the quilts in the booths and exhibits as well. It's so fun to see all the custom work people put into their quilts. As someone who is still working on building my quilting skills, it's so inspiring to see how the quilted designs can enhance the quilt top. And it can really take a great quilt and turn it into a piece of art. So those are just some of the things that stuck out to us. If you attended the show, let us know if you noticed anything else. Email us at apqpodcast at meredith.com. Time for a quick ad break, and we'll be back with some holiday gift ideas for quilters. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We're back. As the holiday season approaches and we start making our shopping lists, we wanted to share some quilting gift ideas. What do you get for a quilter that has everything? Well, here are some ideas. The first one is to upgrade a frequently used tool. Do you notice that your friend's ruler is looking a bit rough or their scissors are dull? Giving them a high-quality replacement is always a great idea. I find that when I already have an item that's working, I don't feel the need to replace it and will continue to use it even if it's not performing the best, but I would always appreciate a newer version. Next, you could add another to an existing set. If you know your friend has a certain ruler they like, see if there's a size they don't have already. Or if they love thread, get them a different weight to try. If they have a die cut machine, how about another size of a frequently used die? 
Another great idea is a gift card to a local quilt shop, of course. Everyone's taste and fabric are different, so a gift card is always welcome so the recipient can pick exactly what they like. And I always appreciate an excuse to go to my local quilt shop. If you don't have one nearby, maybe you can pick a shop you've both wanted to visit and make a plan to go together. Spending time with a quilting friend is the best gift. You could plan a fun day of it to visit the shop, have lunch in the area, and make a music playlist for the car ride. A magazine subscription is the gift that keeps on giving. Order a subscription to American Patchwork and Quilting for a friend. It includes six issues of great quilting patterns and tips. They'll think of you every time they find a new issue in their mailbox. If you have a subscription too, you can make quilts together from the issues. It's a great way to stay connected if you don't live close to each other. We do have a special deal for our podcast listeners, so you can gift a subscription for just $10. Visit the show notes page for the link to this special offer. Another idea is gifting your favorite tool or notion. Think about your favorite tools or notions that you reach for often. If you love a product, odds are your quilting friend will too. Something quilted. Of course, there's always the option of giving them a completed handmade item. How about a handmade bag? Or something for their sewing room like a sewing machine organizer, thread catcher, or a needle case. A wearable item like a scarf or headband might be perfect too. A holiday table runner might be just the ticket. We'll link our free patterns for sewn and quilted gifts in the show notes. Another idea is a quilting calendar. Giving the gift of a quilting calendar means your recipient gets to enjoy pretty quilt images on their wall all year long. We have a gorgeous one that also includes the patterns for the 12 quilts. You can find that at apqshop.com. Click on Fanshop, then Merch to find it. And we'll also link it in the show notes as well. I always think consumable items are a great gift as well. So these are small items that you use up or need to replace often as you quilt, and they're great practical gifts. Think thread, rotary cutting blades, machine needles, that kind of thing. These types of items aren't super fun to buy for yourself, but are completely necessary. These can be the perfect small gift if you have multiple quilters to buy for. For thread, select a neutral like white, cream, or light gray. And I'm a sucker for puns, so a cute note that references the gift would make me smile. How about, the fabric of our community is woven from the threads of friendship. I'm so glad you're in mine. Or, I'd be hanging on by a thread without you. Or, stay sharp in the new year. Quilt labels are a great gift, and personalized quilt labels are even better. I know I'm guilty of very rarely labeling my quilts, so having some pre-made personalized labels would be a great way to get at least some information on there. Search Etsy for quilt labels to find a variety of styles. Some are more simple and some include more space for more information. Many fabric companies also sell label panels, so that would be a fun idea as well. These usually are larger, so provide more room for the quilt maker to add any details about the quilt when they started and finished it, that kind of thing. Another idea is sewing-themed items. Shirts, hats, stickers, pins, mugs, you name it, and you can find it with a sewing design or saying on it. How about a comfy pair of socks with grip or maybe a pair of slippers? My sewing 
room floor can get really cold in any season because it's in the basement. So I always welcome a nice pair of comfy socks. I really like those with grip on the bottom. So those are really helpful when you're sewing. So you have good grip on your sewing machine foot or slippers are great too. I can sew for longer with nice toasty feet. Is there a technique your quilting friend has always wanted to learn? How about gifting them an online or in-person class? You could even take it together if it's something you're both interested in. Or alternatively, think about techniques you already know, and you could lend your expertise in a personal lesson or two. Now, this idea would be best for a close friend that you know would appreciate this since it's a bit personal and not everyone would love the help. But if you're skilled with organizing and you have a friend who is always talking about organizing their sewing room, giving your time to help could be a great gift. For the right friend, offering help to sort and fold fabrics, organize UFOs, or assemble storage units, that kind of thing, could be a great way to help out but also spend time together. You could even include a gift card to a place like Target or the Container Store to help purchase some new items to aid in the project. Offer up some dates that you're available and let your friend select when works best for them. Kind of along the same lines, but you could offer to be a quilting elf for your friend and offer up your talents for part of the project you know your friend dislikes, whether that's cutting, binding, or helping pick fabric. You could even suggest swapping services so you can both avoid a task that you dislike. This idea is free and only costs your time, so it could be a great idea if you're on a tight budget. And last but not least, smaller kits like ornaments, wool or felt projects, pin cushions, embroidery or cross-stitch can be great gifts as well. Sometimes taking a break from quilting and working on a different craft can be good for you and spark creativity. And many of these would be portable projects, so if you know your friend will be traveling for the holidays, they could take them along. I love a smaller project for those long road trips. They're easy to pack and work on while I'm in the car or have downtime. Here's one last tip that will help you become a better gift giver, whether your recipient is a quilter or not. On my phone, I use the Notes app to keep a running gift list for my friends and family. Throughout the year, I add things that my friends and family mention that would help me give them better gifts. This might include a favorite color, preferred scent, favorite candy, something they collect, or something they mention that they need replaced or would like. For example, a friend of mine loves burning candles, but she doesn't have a rechargeable lighter, so that went on the list. I also buy gifts all year long when I run across something I know someone would like. I keep a little stash of gifts in an under-the-bed storage container, so if there's a sale or I just happen to find something while I'm shopping, I'll tuck it away. Then when I start gift-giving season, I'll pull out the container and see what I already have for everyone. It's a fun little surprise for me, too, as I often forget what I bought. If you go shopping with your quilt friends at quilt shops or shows, take note of the things they are drawn to or if they mention a favorite fabric designer or tool. Do you retreat with your friend? Pay attention to the items they are borrowing from you or others and put those on the list. Other quilters are a great source of recommendation, so while you're at the retreat, listen to see if people are talking about a certain item. I would put that down on my list as well. Then when it comes to gift-giving time, I go through my notes to see what the perfect gift might be. 
It makes it a lot less stressful when I have a few ideas to start. For more ideas, check our show notes. We'll link to a gallery of nearly 50 specific products that would be great gifts for any quilter in your life. Don't forget your local quilt shop when shopping this season too. Shopping small keeps our independent quilt shops in business, and when you shop in your community, your money stays local. As a reminder, November 25th is Small Business Saturday, so check with your local quilt shop to see if they have any specials for that or possibly Black Friday as well. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're so thankful for you listening and hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving.